Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his friends give you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and in this episode of Major League Baseball Picks, while it's prices that make for good bets using the predictive mathematical model that I've built known as Sideline for games scheduled to be played on Thursday, July 6th, 2023. In case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new for some explanations and community rules. Remember, if you're interested in projections and picks for every single game, sign up on Dub Club. That link is in the show description. Cost is under $1 per day. You will get money line prices, run line prices, totals, first fives, numbers needed for A grade plays and B grade plays, and of course, exclusive access to our Discord chat. Remember that sports are unpredictable, so the discussion on this show projects a typical game. It's not trying to forecast it to a T. Is that be a foolish and impossible goal? There are no right sides or wrong sides, but rather prices where any side should be played. Whether you use my model, or someone else is the probabilistic thinking that will be key to growing your bankroll instead of draining it. There are ups and downs, but this sort of thinking that will balance that out in the long run, it's just hard to foresee before it happens. In other words, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So while the long run profitability has been proven, winning every single day is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Cousin Jared, uh, welcome back. Uh, been, a, been a while since I've seen you on baseball. Yeah, yeah, uh, it has been, but very glad to be back. Baseball has not stopped, shockingly, while I haven't been here. It has not. For our people on Dub Club, they've seen you on our College Football preview episodes. Yeah. Uh, those will be dropping on YouTube during the All-Star break. So uh, a little bit less content, of course, coming at your way next week. But if you're not with us on Dub Club, then uh, you'll at least get to see Cousin Jared and Jake as we discussed uh every conference in college football uh, this last week. Uh, I learned that apparently they're not called the group of five anymore, but the uh, graphic that I made for the show totally says group of five. So uh, hopefully, hopefully nobody sues me over that. Um, (laughs) I feel like uh, we've been on the pirates a lot lately and they have been a fun team. And if you are an adrenaline junkie, I feel like betting on the Pirates has been your thing as of late. Does that seem about right to you? Yes, that seems about right. And just yesterday in general, there was just a lot of crazy, interesting, weird, funny, depending on what side of it you were on, um, things that happened yesterday. So, yeah, the the Pirates, but also just baseball in general yesterday went off the rails a little bit. It it did. uh, Summertime when... Yeah. You know, it, it, I feel like in April, May, and it's not, to, I'm not trying to imply that these guys are not playing hard, uh, but it's hard to stay focused for 162 games. It's hard yeah. to st- think about people out there listening. Think about your job. Like you mail it in on certain days. We all know that's true, right? Some of, yeah. there are some of you that are like, if I mail it in, people die. I, yeah, I get, so maybe not, right? Maybe, but, yeah. but you get my point. Like for most of us, most of us, it's hard to stay focused and provide top level effort all the time, right? And I feel like early in the season, it's a little bit easier to focus. It's early on, late in the season, especially if you're a young guy making a playoff push, whatever. But like this is a part of the middle of the season where sometimes it's like you can have crazy things happen. I think the one the one that jumps out to me is that Marlins Cardinals ending, yeah. uh, which yeah. was pretty wild. And yeah. uh, uh, the Diamondbacks Mets ending was uh, definitely some last minute heroics in the ninth there as well. Thankfully, at least for the Marlins Cardinals, we had the over and that cashed. Yeah, like the third totally. inning, it was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, I don't have to worry about that one anymore. Uh, was there was another one that I missed that was something that was crazy? No, those were the two big ones that I was thinking of. 
Okay. Uh, all right. Well, we've got uh, three games to cover for you here on Thursday slate. But before we get to it, some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you'll miss any of the college basketball, MLB, college football, or coming this fall NFL content that this channel provides. Uh, you can see how I scale my picks in the Google Sheet with the season results. That link's in the show description. But as always, with scaling it with picks, take what you like and leave the rest. Uh, Cousin Jared, the talk of the Discord has been about America's team being the Reds. Everyone's getting behind them. It's uh, They're a young team. They're fun to watch. Uh, yeah. I feel like I can't give them a complete pass because they still have a cheapskate owner who I feel like lucked into like all these prospects at the right time. Um, yeah. That's a whole other issue, I guess. But the this set of players, at least on offense, is definitely fun to root for. The issue is their pitching is still very questionable, and some of their better pitchers happen to be hurt uh, or have had some in- injuries, issues this season. And so a lot of hitting, a lot of fun, a lot of runs, uh, questionable pitching, uh, questionable bullpen, really. I mean, Diaz is obviously wow. good, but other than that, it's it's tough sledding. Uh, it's tough sledding for the Nationals in general. Of course, McKenzie Gore, though, a lone bright spot. Underlying metrics suggest the ERA should be much better than that 448. Model likes him a lot. Uh, Brandon Williams though probably every bit as bad as that 556 era definitely one of the weaker pitchers in baseball right now might be good one day not good today uh it's be a hot day in washington we're talking about almost 90 degrees we've got a slightly hitter friendly ballpark in general uh warm day wind to be blowing across to start out to finish uh but with the hot day especially if that wind the sooner that wind gets to blowing out on a hot day i mean in that park it's gonna it's almost gonna feel like a game in cincinnati uh, kind of the way I'm, I'm thinking about this here. I, I was having to do a double take when I saw the total to make sure this game wasn't being played in Cincinnati. Yes, the pick is over ten. Projected total is ten point eight. It does feel like a Reds uh, home game here with this yeah. line. So we're gonna jump on that over. I think it's the smartest pick in the game. Some of you may be asking, you know, how can you not be on the Reds with how good they've been? And we backed them uh, with a small investment yesterday. They came through for us. The issue is the price is just a little bit high for a road team where the starting pitcher edge goes really hard against us. And obviously once Gore comes out, then it's a who the heck knows because both these bullpens are mostly not good. Uh, But it's hard to get behind, um, you know, playing the Reds at this price, uh, the current price, in my opinion. Um, But I don't really want to back the Nationals either. The easiest thing here is just sticking to the over. Cousin Jared, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. I love the over 10 here. And this is a great example of why you need to be a, a member over at Dub Club, because one of the things the professor provides you is a weather adjustment. And any time that a weather adjustment goes above 10% or below 10%, so like negative 11 or something like that, that's where you get my attention. And the weather adjustment on this game is a full 11%. So that's how, how much the weather is affecting the total number of runs expected to be scored in this game. So uh, when... When, like I said, when I when I see that above ten, that gets my attention. So sure, we got an over ten when the projection is much higher than that. Let's go with the over ten. And again, the Reds have pitching issues. We know that, that offense can put up runs in a, a weather environment like this. The Nationals, once you get to their bullpen, you know you're going to score runs off of them. So I think there's going to be a lot of runs in this game. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and you talked about the negative one. I feel like it's a callback to yesterday's Angels Padres game where uh, we gave out over on the socials, the TikToks and the Instagram, uh, the total of the day, which was the first five under which one. And I mentioned the full game under, of course, also won. Uh, that one was one where, again, if you're with us on Dub Club, uh, you knew that I like that under and you got in a good under nine uh, early on before that number dropped. And either way, it didn't matter. It turned out where it didn't yeah. matter. You always want to get good numbers, though, because you never know when it's going to matter. But yeah. that one had a negative 10 percent adjustment yesterday. So I feel like you're kind of hearkening back to that with that big negative adjustment. And you don't see it often, but yeah, every once in a while when you see these big weather adjustments, it's like, ooh, got to take notice that this is yep. a crazy situation. So over in the Reds, Nats, the play there. Uh, current price on the Reds is plus 105. The issue is models is it should be plus 121 uh, that the Nats win this 55% of the time, uh, mainly again on the strength of the starting pitcher edge. And so that's why I think that the uh, Nats should be favored. They are favored. Uh, you can get them at minus 115. Again, model there says it should be minus 121. It's a C-plus pick if you played it, but I'm just not dying to play the Nationals unless it's an A-grade edge. And so uh, that leaves me to just yeah. focusing on the total. No real edges in the first five or online, anything like that. But again, if you're with us on Dub Club, you get the full breakdown of all of that information uh, for each and every game. 105 p.m. Eastern A's at the Tigers. Uh, the A's have been so good to us. They are our most profitable team on the season, and it's been mostly fading, but we've been making money backing them lately. The last couple of games, backing them in the first five uh, on the run line easy yesterday. The day before, it was a nice 0-0 tie, and when you got given half a run, that gets you the win. Uh, the A's have been a fun team to back, and we've been talking, I've been talking about them a little bit lately. Um, they're obviously not a good team, but they've got some like decent pitching. It's not terrible, and they're being priced like they're historically one of the worst teams ever, and I think they kind of were early on, but yeah, yeah. now with the starting pitching being better, it's like the bullpen's still very bad, and so that's why we've been most Mostly sticking to the first fives with the A's. Obviously, they held on yesterday, but uh, we just don't. And, and they and they won the game before that, of course. So if you're if you if you're if you if you're that adrenaline junkie we talked about and are backing them full game, you know it's worked out these last couple of days. But I'm, I'm very nervous this A's bullpen's going to start giving up some some leads. Lately. So I just want to stick to the first five here with them is what we've been doing. Today's game will be a nice day in Detroit, upper 70s to start, low 80s to finish. Wind blowing across, slight boost to the hitters based off of a slightly warmer than average day in Detroit. Pretty even pitching matchup. Michael Lorenzen for the home team, 428 ERA. That's about pretty accurate. I mean, he's a very average pitcher. Uh, Hogan Harris, a uh, lefty for the A's. You never know with the A's. They may throw an opener in here. So I bet this is action because if they throw an opener, I don't want to care uh, what's happening there in that regard. 517 ERA. Uh, projects a little bit better than that. So uh, Tiger's slight edge here at the starting pitching department, not much. I definitely have a bullpen edge. So if, you, if you're going full game, keep that in mind that the price should have to adjust because that neither one of these offenses is good though, but the A's offense might actually be better than the Tigers, which is kind of hilarious to, to think about. Oh. <laughs> um, according to the model, the Tigers have a 59% chance of winning the full game. Not great full game edges, but a nice little first five edge here. Be great pick on the A's. Not going to go the run line today. Just going to take them on the money line at plus 132. Obviously, you have the push possibility. Uh, if you are looking at the uh, run line, for whatever reason, I just don't think the run line edge is quite as strong today that I think maybe at least after a couple days ago, people are seeing you know the A's can hang around and keep this game 1-1-2-2-0-0, one, one, two, two, zero, zero, something like that. So the run line edge just isn't quite as big. So I'll take a stab at the money line here, see if they can actually get the first five. Uh, victory model says that uh, they can win this 45% of the time, 
and that creates slight positive expected value. Cause Jared, what do you got? Yeah, man, you, you kind of laid out my case perfectly here. I'm just glad after I talked up the A's all offseason that we finally found a way to maybe play them correctly and not have to deal with that that bullpen. Uh, yeah, so my thinking on this is you, you kind of mentioned it that I think the starting pitching is mostly a wash. I think they're they're very similar. And any time that I cannot have to care about the A's bullpen being involved mm. in the game, that is something I definitely want to do. And yesterday, the A's put up 12 runs. They, they beat the Tigers 12 to 5. And so maybe they stay hot. And like you said, we can uh, get away with actually taking them to win the first five and not uh, you know putting something on the run line there. So I agree the A's have been playing much better as of recent, at least offensively. And they're starting pitching, you know, not so much for the, for the bullpen. But the Tigers are bad enough where they are, uh, you know, you can feel decent backing the A's against a team like the Tigers when you're getting plus 132 for the first five. Yeah, and obviously the Tigers at home gives them a slight edge, but uh, you have to wonder if the crowds are going to start waning and the Tigers home games are going to start feeling like the A's home games pretty yeah. going pretty forward. Yeah. I, I feel like the uh, Tigers were a team that, you know, two years ago they finished the season so strong and we really expected more from them last year, especially with the manager that you and I both know from Houston, of course, who, uh, you know, supposedly i guess learned his lesson with regards to how to you know enforce what should be normal rules uh of don't cheat yeah. um yeah. And, and whatnot but we know he's a good manager we saw that and uh expected good things from them last year and it didn't happen maybe thought good things this year hasn't really happened 36 and 49 on the season and i mean in yeah. a very weak al central that's got to be disappointing because this al central is wide open for anybody to take if they wanted the twins obviously the best team but with all the injuries they've had it, it they could, you know if they did anything and, and got it together they just can't seem to do it and uh yeah. you know it's obviously um you know they should be uh, a favorite in this game, but uh, not by quite as much as they are. If you've been back in the A's lately, you've been really profitable. I don't know the exact stat, but it's something like 25 of their last 35 or something. They've covered on the run line uh, for the full game. They've been hanging around. The bullpen's been doing better. I'm afraid that bullpen's a mirage. I'm afraid that they're going to eventually lose one of these games 12 to 5 or whatever yeah, uh, going uh, forward where they just kind of hang in there. And that's where this first five betting at least is a little bit more advantageous, I think, at least for now. Uh, on the Aces, there's a big weakness there in their bullpen. And that'll take us to our night game here, 7.10 p.m. Eastern Rangers at the Red Sox. Nice night in Boston, upper 70s to start, mid-70s to close. Wind will be blowing out at 5 to 10 miles an hour, hitter-friendly ballpark, and a warmer-than-average day in Boston with the wind blowing out. It's going to boost the weather by another 10%. Uh, I, I, I want to talk about the total in this game. I don't have an official pick on the total. Current total is 10. You can go over. Uh, model projects 12.1. I have to say, though, I found with Fenway, it feels like runs come in bunches there, and it's not even just in the game. It's like in the weeks. I swear it feels like Fenway will have a whole week of games that go under and then a whole week of games that are just like double-digit run fest, and they just haven't been having as many runs there lately. And I don't think there's anything magical about that with regards to park adjustments or anything like that. It's been nice hitter-friendly weather. It's just the runs haven't come. And I don't know, for some reason, that park is just very unique. Its dimensions are, of course, very unique. There's something about that park where runs just kind of happen. And so they just haven't been happening. So model says go over. I don't disagree with that. The weather's nice for it. But maybe there's something about the weather 
just doesn't affect the game there that much because the runs are scored in different reasons because of the fact uh, that the dimensions are so wonky. I'm not really sure. Uh, over would be the way the model goes, but I'm going to focus instead on backing the Rangers. Nathan Eovaldi has been fantastic this season. Probably not quite as good as that 264 ERA, but still very good. Uh, Cutter Crawford, nothing you know, not not a bad pitcher, uh, slightly above average, very solid. It's just he's going up against a much better pitcher in Evaldi. Uh, with the relievers, I think the Red Sox relievers are slightly better, but with the depth that Evaldi gives you, I'm not sure it really matters that much because Evaldi really cuts into having weaker relievers having to throw uh, with all his innings. And, of course, this Rangers offense is fantastic. Red Sox offense, again, not bad, uh, but this Rangers offense is really good. It feels like this is a game where the Red Sox are a very solid and competent team, but going up against a really good offense and a really good pitcher. Uh, you know, I have a friend who's a Rangers fan, and we were talking about, of course, it's it's Eovaldi and then a bunch of just very average pitchers beyond them. And and Eovaldi's the guy, though, that is really yeah. stands out at the top. Um, model says the Rangers can win this 58% of the time. The correct price should be minus 130. I'm going to play them a couple of different interesting ways. I'm going to split my wager. I'm going to play a half of the normal wager on the first five at minus 125. And then a half of the normal wager on the run line at plus 117. Uh, so A grade's usually the risk plus win adds up to four. I've got that risk plus win adding up to two. B grade's usually add up to three. I've got that one adding up to one and a half. So it's uh, splitting the wager between the first five and the A grade uh, run line. The reason why is then, you know, we're less all in on when runs do or don't happen. But I think both are great. I think the Rangers get out in front with Eovaldi early. I think they can coast to win. If it's tied after five, we push that when we move on. If they're done by one, that Rangers offense we can still come back and win it. Um, if the Rangers bullpen struggles uh, and they only win by one, at least maybe hopefully we got the first five winners. So uh, kind of minimizing my variance, splitting my wager here. Uh, Cousin Jared, my hunch is if I ask you which one you like better, you're just going to say, oh, the A grade, because uh, you are a very uh, trust the process oriented guy. Yeah, yeah, that that's definitely right. Uh, the the first thing I'll say is the reason that I'm not going to play the over here is because Evaldi is on on the mound. Like if there were somebody else going for the Rangers and I, similar setup, I would say sure, let's let's yeah. go over. But I have too much respect for how well he has pitched so far this season. Uh, so I am not pitching run- against his former team, right? A little extra motivation. Uh, yeah, yeah. For a, a guy, I I think if I saw the report correctly, he said that he wanted to resign with Boston and they weren't interested in resigning him. A uh, little extra. Yeah. Motivation there. Yeah, de- definitely could be the yeah. case. And usually I am not a run line guy, but kind of like my standard to uh, the, the bar it has to clear for me to enter that market is it has to be double digit run total. And so, you know, the books yeah. have it set at 10 or for, for, for the minus one and a half on the run line. Yeah, for the, for the, yeah. yeah, to lay the run and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and so they've got it set at 10, you've got it set at 12. So I, I definitely think that there's going to be a lot of runs one way or another in this game. And then how can you not like the Rangers with how well they've played all season and how many runs they've scored with Eovaldi on the mound? So um, laying a run and a half is not something I do very frequently, but I feel like this is a very good, um, instance in, in which you could do that, I would have expected that to be closer to like even money with so many runs expected to be scored as opposed to plus 117. So I think there's good value there. 
And that's exactly what sideline says that it's 50 50 that the Rangers can cover the run line that the uh, it, it, it's similar to course field people talked about how the run line hits the, the minus one and a half hits so often at course field, because there's usually a lot of runs and when there's a lot of runs yeah. it's easier to win by more than one and so the, you'll see the difference between the money line price and the run line price at course often a lot smaller than other ballparks, there is a correlation between the expected number of runs and I think that's why the model likes this run line a little bit better because the model thinks there could be even more runs than the 10 that the total suggests the money line edge for the full game is only uh, 1% that would put it as a C grade pick. Slight positive expected value, but the run line edge according to sideline, 4%. And so you're talking about um, solidly decent extra value on that run line, partially because the over, uh, but there's just a lot of ways to like this, like we talked about with Evolve, the extra motivation, just in general motivations aside, he's been yeah. a really good pitcher yeah. this year. Because uh, Jared, I did want to bring up one other thing here, and uh, I should have done it at the top of the show, Probably, but I did mention it there that you are a trust the process kind of guy. I have been thinking recently, a couple of people on our discord, I think know how to use the model and sideline really well. I think you are another one of those. There's a reason why in your, on your bio on the website, you know, we included, you know, the phrase model whisperer, right? Yeah. Uh, but between the, the, the two people specifically I'm thinking of over in our discord that always provide good insights and good tips uh, and, and yourself, I'm just curious if you have any advice or any tips, because I, I, I see, uh, not that I don't know how to use my own system, but I think there's a few of y'all that probably know how to use it better than I do. Maybe I'm a little bit, it's my model. I'm a little bit too close to it. I have a little bit mm -hmm. of the way I see it, but I see some other people using it really well. Um, and just didn't know if you had any tips or any insights or any thoughts to provide to people to say, Hey, here's how to use this and be even more successful than, than the professor is. Cause that's my goal is mm -hmm. for y'all to all be more yeah. successful than I am. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't want to get too existential here. Um, but the first thing is like, I am better at using the model in baseball and college basketball, because I am able to um, get past the barrier of I'm more easily able to accept that the model knows much more than I do. Mm. Whereas maybe in let's say college football, I have a problem that sometimes I think I know more than, than the model does. So sometimes I you do every once in a while, but like, and so part of it is, you know, you kind of have to get past your own head and you can, you know, understand yeah. that you're not better than the model, especially in something like um, baseball. And the other thing I would say is that you're not going to know it well at the beginning. So if you've been with us for a month, if you've been with us for two months, even like, you know, this is your first season with baseball, it, it's not going to be perfect. I mean, this is what the third or fourth, Fourth, see, I can't remember at this point with baseball how many how many seasons I've had access to this, and it's one of those things where um, you just grow over time and become more proficient at it, and understand it. You're always tweaking the model, obviously. The teams are always changing and everything yeah. like that, so um, it's not going to be perfect at first. You know, you're going to go through a lot of time of I thought this was a hard and steady rule that I had, and then something came along to to break that rule, and you kind of re-examine. So um, part of it is, is you just have to have time to kind of learn it and learn where it's good, where it has its faults. You're not going to be perfect right at the beginning. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm always trying to tweak and make it better. Uh, we all are, of course, trying to figure out how to use it better. Uh, but I think that's a great point. I think I, I was very curious where you were going to go. I had no idea. We hadn't talked about this before. I, put, I always put you on the spot here. Uh, yeah. But I think that was a great 
point that you made about not thinking you're smarter than the model. And it's not to say that there's times that the, that the model's perfect, right? The model isn't perfect. Yeah. It does have some weak spots and learning those is tough, but it's a great point that um, the model has a lot of really good information. I've spent years trying to figure out what that information is, how to make the right information. And when it can handle things more than my brain can handle, more than yeah, our human yeah. brains can handle, and it can spit out these probabilities and uh, assessing probability is very difficult thing. And that's where it can be really good is to say, Hey, there's three, four, five percent edge here. Uh, every once in a while, we get up to six, seven percent edges. And it's like, there's just a big difference here of where the model of this data is seeing this and it's not going to mean it always hits, but it's able, you kind of have to like said, sometimes just get, get past yeah. the, I really think I know what, what it is. And, and you're right. I, I feel like sometimes uh, uh, we could be our own worst enemy because we do know yes. sports and it's like, yes. how do we, how do we harness that? And that's where, uh, you know, you're, I've tried to kind of say, here's where I know the model. Here's where the model does well. Here's where I could add my knowledge, but I got to make sure it doesn't take away from what the model does well. It adds to and not take away. And I think it's a very tough balance for any sports better. So uh, anyway, I was just thinking about that and thought that'd be good discussion for people to hear and think on. Uh, otherwise though, because Jared, any parting words for people on there Thursday? I mean, next week, uh, the, the college football preview shows go out on, on YouTube. So it's getting closer to the best time of year. Yeah, I, 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 Mrs. Professor, of course, when I told her that we were recording this college football preview, she said, oh, I didn't realize it was the worst time of year. So I think her and you have oh, opposite God. feelings on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so. it, 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 and of course, uh, to be clear, viewer, the reason she says that is because Saturdays are just, um, yeah. unfortunately, her and little Professor are uh I don't want to say dead to me, but they, you know, I kind of want them to just go off and do their own thing. And yeah. we've got, you know, five, six screens or whatever of games on from, yeah. you know, 11 a.m. Central to, uh, you know, uh, depending on if Hawaii's playing, you know, till midnight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it, it gets to be a lot of fun on Saturdays. Uh, looking forward, especially if you aren't with us over uh, on Dub Club, get over there at least before college football season because we have a lot of fun with the college football chats. Uh, talking about the solo yeah. games during the week and then on Saturday where we just have uh, a blast over there. But then that's uh, all we've got for you here today. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can enjoy the sports betting content provided on this channel. It's dropped right into your feed. I'll be back again tomorrow with more baseball betting content. But until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can get your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money. <laughs>